welcome back to another episode of P.S. We Have Orders, the military spouse podcast where we walk a mile in the red light district. I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Shannon. All right. Shannon, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty awesome. I had an unplanned tattoo appointment. Ooh. It was one of those things where the artists have been trying, like, I wouldn't say trying to get a hold of. She, she's been dealing with a lot, so I kind of, like, left her alone. And I was like, she's probably dealing with way too much. So, like, if I have to, I'll, I'll get another artist to finish the piece that she started. It's not a big deal kind of thing. And due to a mutual friend, or I should say mutual acquaintance, I end up getting a hold of her. And she's like, hey, I actually have an opening tomorrow. And I was like, I'm never off on a Saturday. So, like, of course, I jumped on it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a little bit sore. Mm-hmm. Because it's right on my shoulder and it's like I lift my arm just like a wee bit and I'm like, oh, well, that hurts. That's painful. So, yeah, I'm uh, is, living off of ibuprofen. <laughs> is this your last session? Is it done done? Um, We're actually going to do one more so I can get my sunflowers on my back touched up so they actually look like sunflowers again. Okay. That yeah. great. <laughs> I This is probably going to be a little bit of a hot take right now, but um, I have really come to the decision that I think I'm going to try to... I don't want to say solely only, but, like, I want to preferably only go to female artists now because I found a majority of the males I've ever gone to have been far too egotistical and have also messed up quite a bit of my work. And I've now had to pay other professionals to fix it. Okay. That is a hot take. I'm thinking back to all my tattoo artists and... I gotta say, I, I do think my very favorite tattoo was done by a lady, but I don't, I mean, I don't think that, uh, that applies to all, but in both No, I don't think it applies it to does, all. So that's interesting. I just, I don't know. I feel like I can say a little bit because I have a, I have a decent amount of work done at this point. Right. Like I'm in the process of having two half sleeves, but like one on one side half and the other side, the other side half, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So in all the work that I ever have had done that I absolutely just adore that people see and they like almost melt over themselves. Like they're like, wow, that looks beautiful. Have mm-hmm. all been work that I've had done by females now. It's interesting. I don't know if it's maybe just a different vibe, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. And I've had bad experiences with like some guys that I found like they were just very egotistical or they were just rude. And I'm like, I'm coming to the professional to pay you money. Why are you being rude? Like, there's just no need for that. I don't know. I guess, like, I will ask my, I'm going to have to ask our listeners, like, if you have had any tattoo work done, have you gone to females or mostly males? And what has your experience been? Like, what would you prefer? I just feel like that's what I'm going to vibe now for because that's just the experience I've had. And I guess, you know, experience is personal. What about you, Perry? (laughs) Uh, well, I haven't got any tattoos recently, though I was thinking about, I have a little pine cone on my, like, shoulder blade. I was thinking about going back to the chick that did my cornflower tattoo and seeing if she can't build up a little bit. I know she books it out in advance, so we'll see. But, uh, as far as housekeeping goes, um, I just got finished. Well, I shouldn't say I just got finished, but Will just got finished with probably my favorite TDY ever. Oh. I say that because, uh, not only did he seem to have a pretty good time, um, and he kept himself busy and was with people that he liked, um, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> one, I had two friends that just happened to be staying with me for the entire nice. time he was gone. So, usually I do this fun little depressy just like roll up in a ball and don't talk to anybody thing not because i'm really sad he's gone but just like i don't know i get me time i don't know but oh, this me really time, great. Though, it's the yeah. best. 
Yeah, so I actually, and then my friend brought her two cats. So we had four adult cats and then the two dogs um, <laughs> the entire time. And it was just a lot of joy and a lot of female energy, which I don't think I realized I was missing. But when yeah, I, I had my it. therapy appointment, even my therapist was like, you seem very relaxed. I'm like, there has been no testosterone near me. <laughs> like, it's actually been really <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> And she's like, I can see that in you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of wild because, like, I find, like, one thing I kind of learned, like, over the last couple years is that, like, certain friends bring out the best in me. And then there's other friends that just drain me that I feel almost exhausted mm-hmm. after hanging out with them. And now realizing, like, that's not a positive reason why to see someone is if they drain yeah. you. Yeah. So I've been – And these two, I've been, I mean – one of them like cooks me lunch every day so I come down from work and there's like lunch ready and she makes me dinner and the other one is my gym bro so we like go for walks and runs together and go to the gym and I'm just like this I need some sister wives up in here like this I'm just saying Perry that makes me miss you even more because I remember the times like you would cook for me and I'm like oh my god she's Uh, my favorite human she cooks for me or we would go for runs together yes and you would yell at me and I would yell at you and make you do things you don't want to do, but you did it anyways, and then kept coming back. It was the darndest thing. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I feel like you just kind of accept the abuse you're given, I guess, in those moments. <laughs> just glun for punishment. I guess so. I guess so. Um, but, Shannon, do you want to jump into All right. So this week's – yeah. So this week's NMR is – I thought it would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It is any weird superstitions. Do you have any by chance? Or any takes I, on this? I don't have any superstitions, um, but I'm pretty sure I'm a witch. So <laughs> I think that should count. And I just say that because I'm really good at predicting things. And I I've also had those accidentally moments. cursed a friend. So what? Yeah. Okay. Backstory. So Perry was 15. So let's give her a break. She was 15. I've never, ever heard a 15-year-old handle their feelings and emotions well. Okay. Yeah. No, you never do. I had this really terrible boyfriend who was supposed to go snowboarding with me one day, but there was a bunch of people in the car and one of my very gorgeous friends decided she wanted to go. Sweetest girl in the whole world. And so he decided to make room for her in the car instead of actually getting his girlfriend, me. And so I placed the blame on another woman instead of the man because I didn't know better yet because I was 15. I was dealing with my emotions. Now I know better. Yeah, it's a jealousy thing. Yeah. And I said that I hope that on her first run, she fell and broke her neck. And she did. And she, to this day, has lasting side effects from her concussion that affects her day-to-day life. So um, I'm pretty sure I cursed her. And I'm really sorry. And I wish I didn't say that. And I wish I had cursed him because he's a piece of garbage. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I'm just going to put this out here. When I thought about this... Had it's nothing not to do with that Perry curses people, apparently. Yeah. I was literally just thinking of really fun, like, superstitions. Like, for me, it's literally knock on wood. I'm one of those people that I will I will knock on wood. I don't believe in the latter thing. Black cats are my favorite. If anything, like, if I had it my way, I would just adopt every single little cute little black cat and just make them all my favorites in the world. But I can't have 1,500 cats that are all black. <laughs> And Barry's over there like, and I curse people. 
Yeah. And I, I foresee the future. I also, <laughs> one more thing I did is I accidentally cursed myself because my I had a different, an unrelated friend that was like nine months older than me, which meant that she went through puberty like nine months older than me. And she, she like kind of thought she was hot stuff while I still looked like a tiny little child. And so I like, I put it into the universe that I wanted to have bigger boobs than her, which is a joke on me because she had children and got child rearing boobs. And now I have larger than that. Which is a joke hurts. because I don't have the kids to go with the boobs. Now your back just hurts. <laughs> now my back just hurts. <laughs> As someone who used to have the large, oh, large God. chest, I will say, um, even though I went through like hell and back to remove them, I have no regrets on the pain though. Because like, it's crazy. As someone who used to be really, really large topped, mm-hmm. my back hurt. All the time. Like, I used to have chronic neck, shoulder, and back pain. Oh, yeah. To the point where, like, I sometimes would cry because my back just hurt, hurt so much and there was no relief for it. It didn't matter if I took off my bra or took off my mm-hmm. straps at one point. My back yeah. just was like, jokes on you, honey. It still hurts. <laughs> I go to the chiropractor every single week. Every single week yeah. I have to go and get realigned because it's just... And, like, I wear sports bras most of the time now because I work from home. And that helps because I don't have that skinny little strap holding up eight pounds or whatever. But Yeah. It's um, rough, man. I know. But, yeah. um, No, you're good. (laughs) I feel like this is just me a really ranty episode, so I'm sorry, listeners. We're just fired up today. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, Perry, do you have any fun shareables by chance? Yeah, I do. I wrote one down. I feel like she's very popular, so everyone probably knows oh, already. Yeah. But, Especially um, in the anti-MLM community. Yes, but the Illuminati, like, spelled mm-hmm. like naughty. It's So it's very cute. <laughs> she is a, I think she also has a podcast, but she has a YouTube channel yeah. where I originally found her. And she has um, the corporate casket yep. Thursdays or something, multi-level Mondays. Things like that, where she just does, like, really thoroughly research deep dives in, like, corrupt companies or MLMs or people. I think she has some religious ones thrown in there, so yeah. she's just um, really cool. We also really need to add that her big old foofy dog is the cutest <sighs> thing ever. So cute. Oh, my like, God. Like, I love how she changed over to, like, some of her, like, icons being just her dog. And I'm like, just dog, I respect yeah. that. I respect that. I love puppies. I love foofy pups. Yes. Yeah, so what about you, Shannon? What is All right, so this is like a super, super OG show Uh that if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm pretty sure it's over 10 years old at this point. It's called Avatar Lost Airbender. If you haven't watched it yet again, get with the program. It's fantastic. Even I've watched that one. Yes, it's so good. (laughs) It is so, so good. The animation is super nice. It's very fluid. It's very well done. Um, I really enjoyed it, like, growing up. I remember, like, running to the TV when ep- new episodes were premiering, because that was back when, like, DVR was a thing, but not everyone had it. So you mm-hmm. didn't always have the ability to record stuff. So you're like, all right, it comes on at 7 o'clock. I got to make sure I'm there five minutes before so I can claim the remote to watch it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's one of those shows that I could not even tell you how many times I have rewatched it through, because mm-hmm. I just thoroughly enjoy it. And the follow-up show for it is Korra, the last, I think it's Korra, 
I don't think it's Korra Last Airbender. I think it's, um, oh yeah, Legend of Korra. My apologies there. Okay. And that one's really good too. It's not, it's all of, it's same, same universe and all that. But that one also talks, it kind of tackles a little bit of LGBTQ stuff in it and reminds you the time frame of when these shows came out. Openly gay couples were not really portrayed on shows, especially like on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. let alone like shown. Yeah. Like it was like they sh- they end the show with her in a gay relationship. And I'm like, this That's was so, and, and it was crazy because like the internet at the time was just like, yes yeah and think about that now like now how normalized i feel like it is it's getting there like just like how i talked about the owl house it's one of those shows that like there is lgbtq in it and like i just really wish that like our children granted even if we don't have children but you know what i mean like the future generation (laughs) it's completely normal and i really hope that kids that are don't feel like they're just, I don't know, weird. I want them to, I, I don't know, I want pe- I want it to be normal. Why yeah. does it matter? I feel like a lot of Gen Z is just like, everyone's a little bit gay and that's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're very, like, open and whatever and fluid. And that's how it I should be, though. I think that by the time they're 50, it literally won't even be thought about as anything at all. I really hope so. I really hope that, like, the world can kind of get with it and... People can just be happy. Just don't just worry about your own genitalia and don't worry about <laughs> anybody else's genitalia. I feel like that's a really safe rule. I feel like it's a very safe safe rule. Right. Just like keep yourself clean and protected and well kept and and with a trusted source. And there don't you go. Mind, and then mind your business after that. I think Absolutely. I think that's the important thing here. But anyway, so let's <laughs> move on to other people's genitalia. <laughs> so this is really kind of funny because the episode of this whole like the whole topic of this episode is Amsterdam. Yes. Which is and... known for sex workers, although <laughs> sex work is legal in other countries and in some states within nope. the United States, I believe. To perhaps l- levels. To certain to levels, yeah. Levels. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Amsterdam, woohoo! This is another one of me and Shannon's travel recap episodes. We actually went together, which is our first episode of, nope, just the one time. No, we went to Amsterdam, like the city itself together, but we also went to the Tulip Fields, which is in Amsterdam together. Well, it's not in Amsterdam, but it's in Kuchenhof. It's in the I mean, it's on the outskirts. A lot of people put it all together as Amsterdam. Okay. Anyways, yes, we did. So we did go. <laughs> we went to the Netherlands together twice. Yeah, we um, go. Yes, mostly focusing on Amsterdam. But Kuchenhof, can we just, do you want to just like blurb about it really quick? I, I actually have it later in the episode. Never mind. We're not going to do that right now. We'll just, <laughs> and just go right into it. So Shannon and I went in 2017 sure. in March or April. I think it was March because I remember when I was doing the notes, my memories like popped up in my my thing of like Facebook. I'm like, oh, we went. Um, It was me and Shannon and my friend from back home that actually came to visit me and then one other military spouse. And it was like, I loved that dynamic. Because so I felt fun. like, um, like my friend, Amanda, she doesn't mind. She calls me on her. She has a new podcast. It's called The C Word. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, so yeah, no, she came. I feel like she fit in really well. Oh my god, with amazing! All of us after. I mean, you had met her like once before, yep. twice before. Yeah. I don't think the other military spouse had met her at all, and I felt like we just mer- like merged really well. We yeah. drove there; it wasn't too far. I thought we had a good time. I wish we were able to see more things, but I. I had a good time. I have great memories from it. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it was just really great. And I feel really blessed I was able to go with all of you guys to experience that with you all. So it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was definitely one of those, like, it's kind of funny because, like, now I think about it. The overall, the trip was phenomenal. There was kind of a really funny moment that I'm just going to get into because uh, sometimes my life is a hot mess, minus the hot part. And yeah, that's right. (laughs) Now Perry's getting, (laughs) now it's coming back. So it's it kind was of funny. not all sunshine and daisies. <laughs> at least not, at least not for me. So no. we're just going to do a really quick blurb right here. It was kind of funny because um, right before we went onto the strip, I was good friends with another person that's non-military. She's back home, mm-hmm. back in Connecticut, and I was supposed to be part of her wedding. Remind you, at that point, me and her were kind of on like really kind of rockiness because of issues kind of going on with other people that decide to insert themselves into it. And very, very, a whole lot of drama. And it was just kind of funny because I'm like, I live in Germany. There's nothing I can literally do to help, even though I'm a bridesmaid. I'm like, you know, basically just tell me where and when to buy stuff. And I'm like, and if I have to, I'll fly out a week early and get my, I, uh, you know, I'll get my dress fixed literally a couple Mm -hmm. days prior. If I have to, I'll pay the extra to get it fixed or whatever. Like I was planning on coming home for this wedding. And remind you, we're in Germany. I didn't even work at the time. So like, my income was a zero, and then my husband yeah. was obviously having to pay for this. And at the time, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because right before we went to Amsterdam, I remember she was all sorts of like, I don't even know the best way to put it is honestly butthurt mm-hmm. <laughs> because she wasn't like I hate I don't know if I ever told you this, but she wasn't a fan of you for some weird reason. I think it's probably a jealousy thing. I've noticed it was. I have friends that like get jealous for weird reasons. I'm yeah. Just like, well, I think it bothered her because me and you were so close because we lived mm. next to each other, basically. Right. And, and you spent time with me and gave me exactly. my, like, your attention. And I know, like, yeah. insecure with people don't like that. Exactly. So it was kind of funny because during that time frame, I told him, like, hey, I'm going to go into Amsterdam with Perry and a couple of our buddies. So, like, if you need to hold me, I might not answer you right away because I'm not going to be on Wi-Fi and, right. you know, yada, yada, whatever. So we're good to Amsterdam. We got there. We got into our hostel where we were staying. We're having a really good time. And then right before we were supposed to go out for one of the events that we were doing, which we'll probably talk about in a couple minutes, I got a message. So I open my phone. I check it. And it was literally this like, I don't know, chapter long text, which you any girl knows if you get a chapter long text. When you have to scroll. Roll. Then you the know text. it's over. Oh yeah, I've you know it's done, and I've received those texts, and it's never yeah. good. It's never simple. It's never easy. So no I'm one reading says nice through things it. for no, that God, long. No, no. so it was kind of funny because it was long, extremely long story short. I got kicked out of the wedding and basically mm-hmm. told that I was the world's biggest piece of poo, and I should basically go jump off of a cliff, kind of situation. So, me being who I am, I didn't even say a single word. I just walked over to Perry and just handed her my phone. And I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and it is late. We are, like, at the French fries section of the night slash early morning. And I'm just like, oh, no. (gasps) Oh, no. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. 
And then at that point, I was just like, all right, all right, we're going to go out and have a good time. Like, let's not, let's not bring attention to this. So that was just like the pre before we all went out. Was, oh, I got yeah. kicked out of a wedding. It was not, we didn't even go yeah. out yet. Well, yeah, we weren't even so, there yet. Yeah, you're right. No. Right. Yeah. So long story short, right before we went out, I got kicked out of a wedding. So that was kind of like the pre start of our trip to our girls trip. Well. I rallied as well as I was going to rally, considering that I... shoved those emotions down <laughs> deep. You oppressed for hours. Yeah, I did. Because it didn't yeah, even hit me yet. But I'm one of those people that, like, when big things happen, it sometimes takes me hours, two days, two weeks to sometimes be like, oh, huh, that happened. I guess I'll feel my feelings now. <laughs> so that's just a pretext of this whole whole girl trip. Yes. But overall, though, I had a phenomenal time and lived my best life. So overall, I loved it. Would I go again? Absolutely. But would I bring my phone? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did go again, right? With, or you had been before yes. with friends. Or both. Um, both. You went a few I, times. I went a total of five times to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's my favorite city, hands down. Hands, yeah. hands down. I loved it. So, yes. getting off of my mess of a life, yeah. what are the things that you absolutely loved about it, <laughs> Perry? Um, let's see. I loved the pretty canals. Like, just, we go to a lot of cities, and a lot of cities look the same, but they just, like, speak yeah. a different language. But yeah. I thought, like, Amsterdam was different. It had canals. The I don't know, just the buildings were very pretty and well maintained. Yeah. They had like the houseboats and everything, so I thought that was cute. They had a lot of quirky shops. They had like oh, that yeah. condom shop, <laughs> so they really knew their market. You know, of course, they had like their um, like marijuana cafes because I would say the coffee shops. It still wasn't legal in the U.S. I think anywhere, no. maybe Colorado, maybe Colorado, and that was it. Yeah, so, it was just medicinal um, at that point for the most yeah. part for most states. And like states. none of none of us are are weed smokers by any means. Yeah, so we no didn't one go smoked. in, but um, it was still interesting to just see that whole vibe. It was definitely like oh, yeah. very different. Um, it was weird and, seeing it look normalized. Yeah, and now I feel like it's that all the time. Like there are dispensaries yeah. everywhere in the U.S. Like Shannon, like so when trippy. you come back home, you're not gonna recognize it. It's so weird. It's now. gonna be so trippy because like yeah. before I lived in this, before when I lived in the states, none of that was legal. Like it was just starting to become like medicinally cleared mm-hmm. in a couple of states, but not all of them yet. Mm-hmm. So like that is so trippy. I'm so excited, but I'm not because like I don't know. I'm not. That's not my cup of tea, and I probably don't think it ever will right. be because I've not, I've heard some horror stories. But yeah, you know, we're here now. Yeah, like I don't I don't need it, but I mean I think that the less government control, I guess, is better. <laughs> I don't know. Why not tax it? Whatever. Make your money on it. Tax exactly. it. If they're gonna do it anyways, you may as well get some revenue. But anyway, exactly. Um, okay, I also absolutely loved the hostel we stayed at, which is Shannon's recommendation for previous yes. trips. Uh, they were really cool. The front desk was yeah. super knowledgeable about the area. It was yep. super safe. It was clean. Very clean. They had, like, a restaurant and bar downstairs, so that was, like, a really good just hangout chill. And the, even the staff, like, down there was super nice and super chill. And, I, you know, sometimes when you go to a new country, they're like, ugh, Americans. But I never felt that way there. No, not one It was one very much just, like, a very genuine, like, I hope you have a great time. Oh, do you have any questions? Oh, have you gone to this place? Like, it was very yes. much, like, the staff was willing to help, like, help with, like, the tourism aspect of Amsterdam. They flat out asked you, like, 
hey, if you're looking to go get, like, go get some weed or anything, like, please don't smoke in the rooms, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, they they went over the rules of all that because obviously we're not, like, we're foreigners, so we might not know all the rules. Obviously, none of us did any of that. None of us were interested in it. So, like, we're like, oh, that's awesome to know, but, like, we're not going to do that anyway. But also it's great because we did have, like, a communal room because we had two of the eight, ten beds. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, that was that was an accidental on my on my end. I didn't mind though. Like I didn't either. It was super quiet. It, but most yeah. of the people when we were there like were sleeping. So we were just we were like, those people to ourselves. <laughs> and again, like there was no like no. illegal substances or legal no. substances in the room. No one said anything to anybody. Everyone like I will put this out there. I have I have stayed at hostels before. That's actually something I will I will tell people like in Europe use hostels. They were super cheap. I think we paid thirty dollars a night for where we stayed. Mm-hmm. and yeah, like it was i have never had any issues like i stayed at another hostel the last time i went to amsterdam and we made friends with the other girl that was in our room i actually ended up giving her my umbrella oh because because nice. i asked her i'm like oh are you still traveling europe and she goes yeah yeah yeah. and i asked her I'm like did you bring an umbrella because it was like in the spring so it rain never it rains every other day mm-hmm. and she's like no i didn't really have the space in my bag and i honestly didn't even think about it and i'm like do you want my umbrella and it was like one of the compact ones and she's like oh, yeah are you sure and i'm like this is my gift to you as one traveler to the next because I'm driving home. I'm not walking home. <laughs> right, right. I can I can get another umbrella too. He exactly, really yeah. Yeah. I really loved it. So. Yeah. Oh, I just had one more thing I like. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. I really enjoy the red light district just because. Yes. Like, it's I fun. mean, seeing it is kind of a trip uh, for sure. It definitely is something they're like, this seems like something in a movie and not real life. But also just there was so much like safety around yeah. it. It was very safety focused. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say, mom, I'm sorry. I'm pro legalizing sex work. And the reason is they call it the oldest profession for a reason. Yep. It's going to happen. And yep. legalizing it just protects the sex workers. Yep. And that is a huge difference. When you legalize it, there are rules, there are regulations, there is protection, yep. there is transparency, opposed to people, let's say, I don't know, in the U.S., mostly women, that go through this, they can be arrested for it and have a hard time finding other work later when they yep. want to leave sex work or if they want to leave. They get stuck um, into it. They have a higher chance of being raped. They have a higher chance yep. of being murdered and nobody cares. They have yep. a higher chance of c- contracting STDs, unwanted pregnancies, not being able to have a job that provides health care with a yep. physical labor, a manual, literal manual labor job without health care. Okay. And then they you can tax it. Yep. Tax it, protect the women and the men it's not that, that are sex workers. It's not that I'm hard. sorry, mom. It's how I feel. Anyways. But I'm 100% with you on that one, though. Like, I'm 100% with you on a lot of that. Because I don't understand why it's so taboo. Like, anything with the sex industry is extremely taboo. And I don't understand it. Like, when we went to Amsterdam, it was so normalized. And, like, right. this is actually a really funny story I'm just going to throw in there. Because yeah. I absolutely love the Red Light District. So we ended up doing a city tour through. And that was part of the areas we went through. And one of the things that you don't realize is that you cannot... If you have your phone out, make sure you're not facing any of the windows, lack mm-hmm. of better words. Mm-hmm. Because if they think you're recording, they will come out and try to, like, they'll come after you. And that's actually mm-hmm. what happened. One of the girls we were with, 
I didn't even realize she had her phone out because I think she was like Snapchatting one of her friends like as a joke. Yeah. And one of the girls in the windows saw that her phone was out and she she started banging on her window, screaming at her like, put your yeah. put your effing phone away. Like she was, it, she was terrifying. And I'm like, I have never been so scared of someone in such high heels. <laughs> she at one point opened up her window and started yelling, like put that down. And I think if it wasn't for the cobblestone, which by the way, in Europe, Especially Amsterdam, cobblestone everywhere. You gotta watch out. So yep. wear shoes that you can safely walk in. <laughs> Safe and practical shoes, y'all. Yeah. So like, I think that was the only thing that kind of kept us safe because I think if she, I think if it was regular, regular, she probably could have ran after us. Mm-hmm. But like, she stepped out and she was mad. Like she was starting yelling at us. And like, that's one thing I even told my cousin who went to Amsterdam recently. I'm like, do not have your phone out in that area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if they think you are Snapchatting, if they think you're recording, I'm like, because a lot of these women, because there's such a nasty stigma. Do not tell their family what they're doing. Uh-huh. They just say they're working in Amsterdam or it's they'll say they're like, something else. I feel like if your body is your revenue, taking a picture without yep. paying for the service yep. is kind of like a copyright infringement almost it d- like in a way. There's you know, a lot of like reasons you why. You wouldn't download somebody's artwork off of Etsy. You're supposed to pay it, for the yeah. artwork. It's the same idea to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's just one of those like tidbits I'm going to put out there, even though it's not the same area for it, but please make sure that you do not. Bring your phone out. Don't record. Don't take pictures. It's not allowed. But yeah, overall, the city itself is a lot of fun. The red light district is just, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And there's also lots of historical parts to the city. Mm-hmm. So don't just assume when you go to Amsterdam, it's nothing but coffee shops and the red light. Right. There's a lot of historical areas that like when I went with my husband, we stayed away from the red light district and away from the coffee shops, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we hit all the historical areas where in my, I feel like the city is pretty well divided between it those is. areas. Like, you know, when you're walking into those areas, it's pretty right. obvious. It's, you can't like, I mean, you probably could, but I didn't feel like you would easily accidentally stumble into it. Exactly. So if you were with your family or something, it would not be hard to just avoid not go there. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said earlier, wear comfy shoes because my goodness, those cobblestones are not, they're cute, but they're very um, ankle rollable areas, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So sure. by chance, Perry, is there anything you actually didn't like about the city? Because I feel like I don't have much to say. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like is I had a hard time parking. Oh, that's I horrible. Yeah, I did run into and, the same issue. And we rolled our bags quite a ways. Like yeah. I think we had to walk almost a mile to our yeah. And we probably should have just taken public transportation, honestly. Like, we probably could have been probably. smarter about it, but we did a lot of walking. Um, that was it. Otherwise, loved yeah. it. What about you? Um, driving, definitely part of it. The yep. driving in a city like that is wanting to rip your hair out. And I rem- remember the last time I went, I was driving the our Mini Cooper that we had at the time. Mm-hmm. And I still felt like places were tight. And I, oh, yeah. literally what Perry said, if you see a park house on the outskirts of the city, just park there. Drop the pin on your phone and just hike it or get a taxi or something in because the roads just get narrow and more narrow and more narrow closer you get into the city because mm-hmm. these roads were not meant for cars that we drive nowadays. Um, sure. This is going to be hot take. Sorry, Perry. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to probably hurt your feelings. Okay. But the avocado house, the place <laughs> that we had to go to because you guys were like, I think it was you and Mandy that were super hyped for it, even, uh-huh. even possibly the other spouse. I thought it was so overrated. I thought it was pricey and not even worth the wait. 
It was a long wait. I do remember waiting 45 minutes and being hungry, so I could see how that would taint your experience. But what I had was delicious. Let's put a picture. I have a good picture from there. You do? Good. Yes. So let's post that online. Um, I had a good experience. I did think it was a little bit pricey, but I also think that in my financial situation now, like it wouldn't have hurt so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely (laughs) did find it was extremely pricey for what it was. Like that was like the one big thing I was like, yeah, I really wasn't vibing. Like I thought it was cute because obviously I saw like the videos of it on like, what's it called? Um, On Facebook, like all those videos of like, oh my God, look at this place. Oh my God, you got to try it. And, like, we went, and I was just like, I would never go back again, ever. And, like, and I think the few times I went back with other friends, I was like, you can go. (laughs) I'm not. I'm going to go somewhere else that's three times cheaper, and I have to wait only five minutes for a seat. Yeah. But that's just me, though. Speaking of going back, if you went back, what would you see? Like, what's something you weren't able to see but you would love to see? Um, I am a Van Gogh, like, fan And it makes me really sad that we never made it to the Van Gogh Museum because the wait was always super, super long if you didn't buy tickets ahead. Yeah. And I never thought to buy tickets ahead because a lot of the times my trips that I went up there were not necessarily planned. A lot of them were like, hey, man, we're looking to go like in like two days and we're only going to go for like a day and a half. Do you want to come? And I'd be like, of course I want to come with you. It's Amsterdam. I love the city. Um, Mm -hmm. The Anne Frank house. I never made it there. I walked by it. I saw it. I never Mm -hmm. made it in for the tour. Um, the Heineken tour, I never made it on either. And now I'm just like, I want to go. I want to just like get the check off that I did it. And apparently there is this like ice bar there. Okay. I think it might be something newer. I don't know. It's and um, probably winter only, I would imagine. Maybe. Who knows? Um, did not obviously make it to that because I didn't. I As I was pretty much looking up stuff like as like a refresher because it's been a couple years. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't remember an ice bar. <laughs> bar <laughs> but yeah. what about you perry um you mentioned them already is the van oh, okay. gogh museum i really wanted to go i did like the van gogh experience that like they came through my city uh la- early this year la- late last year and it was kind of cool but i also it was the same vibe as the microsoft center Shannon. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. But it was like on a way smaller scale. So it was like kind of disappointing because I had been to the Microsoft Center in Tokyo. And if I hadn't, I would like to more. But whatever. I do love that. I Van Gogh. love experiences like that though. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still cool. And then, yeah, the Anne Frank house. I, I think we tried to go and we did not yeah. end up there. So yeah. I don't know what we did wrong, but that was. That I was think what it was is the, the wait was going to be way too long. And it was like. We can, A, do that first thing in the morning where a lot of us were extremely tired because we were up the night before, Mm -hmm. or just say, let's just try to go back at a different time. And I think that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Do you have um, any places that are, like, a must-go for you that you would tell our listeners, like, you definitely have to go to? Beside the city itself, because Uh obviously, like, if I had to rag and stack all of my favorite cities, Amsterdam's number one, hands down. Okay. But. Wow. Oh yeah, hands down. I love Amsterdam. Me, would you? Would you, uh, you? I'm gonna ask you later what you rank it, but I feel like I know. Okay, sorry. You already sorry. know. <laughs> so I would say, even though me and Perry already debated this, um, the Tula Fields. Yeah. I've always associated the Tula Fields with Amsterdam because it's not that far from the city itself. A lot of people actually do them all on the same trip. Yeah. If you get a chance to go to the Tula Fields in Kuchenhof, please, please, please. Go buy your tickets online ahead of time. It will save you so much more time than standing in the line. Yep. If you can, get up there 
as it opens, you can spend the entire day there. And I can promise you, you will still miss stuff. It's massive. It is so much fun. Perry and I went together and then I went with my Mm in-laws and my husband, I think like a year or two later. And it was almost a completely different experience, even though I went before. Yeah. And, and I, I felt would, like we we walked nonstop for hours yeah. and we still didn't see any everything. And it yeah. was raining and I still remember having the best experience. Like even we had in su- the rain. We had amazing. such a good time. I feel like that was like a, one of our favorite girl trips. We're just like, you know what? We're just gonna go anyway. And yeah. like we had such a good time. My gosh. For sure. We have a lot of goofy pictures from that we'll have to post just for funsies. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. <laughs> so any any little bits for you, Perry? Um, and he must go places. I don't know. I think just I would recommend the hostel we stayed at if they mm-hmm. if they survived COVID. It's called Dirty Nellie's. Um, so good, which is quite the name. It gives you a different vibe than how clean it was. <laughs> you know, it was extremely clean. I never felt like uncomfortable, and like that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, hostels get such a bad rep of like it's creepy, it's scary. You're gonna be like dragged off to your wasn't. death. No, God, no, no, no. It was like. Like, don't even think hostel. Think, like, shared community space. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's just, it was very light. It's and a cheap way to travel. It safe. really is. Yeah, for sure. $30 a night or a couple hundred dollars a night and you stay at a hotel. Yeah, hotels are nice. Yeah, hotels are super clean and pretty. Yeah. But, like, when you're trying to travel with your girlfriends and you're trying to save your money and spend it on other things. Right. Hostels are the best way to go, in my and- opinion. It's not like we spent time there. Like, we literally no. slept there, changed their shower there, and then left for the entire day. Yeah. So, it's, you know, why spend a lot of money on some place you're not actually going to be? You know? I don't know. I I've always is. stayed at more hostels than I think hotels at this point when we were in Europe. Like, every time I went on a girl's trip, mm-hmm. nine out of ten times, we stayed at a hostel. And I never had issues. And I always yeah. thought they were beautiful. Like, there was this one in particular that was not in Amsterdam. I can't remember the city. I'll have to put it in later or something or like another another episode we'll have to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it was probably one of the nicest – not only was one of the nicest hostels, mm-hmm. but it was probably nicer than some of the hotels I've stayed at. Yeah. And it was oh, half of the price. Weird hotels. <laughs> yeah. I know. Personally, I think in Europe, not in the United States, but in Europe, um, Airbnbs are where it's at. Cause oh, yeah. Because I've had That's a lot of did. really good experiences with Airbnbs. Um, in the United States, they're kind of garbage, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, people are just trying to make their money at that point. For sure. For sure. But, so. all right, Perry, yes. it's at the end. We are at the end of our episode. When you mm-hmm. have to rank the city, are we doing, is it one to five or one to ten? It's a one to ten. We've been doing okay. a one to ten. All right. So, Perry, what's your one to ten? <sighs> Honest review. I mean, if I didn't have to drive into the city, it'd be a ten out of ten. If I have to drive into the city, I'm going to have to knock it down because parking was annoying. So I would go ahead and give that a 9 out of 10. So I'm going to go with 9 out of 10. What? How about you? Um, 10 out of 10, hands down. Like, it is – I highly, highly recommend it. Embrace the city for what it is. I love the city. I would tell anyone to go enjoy it. You can enjoy it with friends and family. doesn't matter. Great. Awesome. So, right, we will well, see you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And we will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to PS We Have Orders. If you want to reach out to us, please send us a DM on Instagram at PS We Have Orders Podcast, or you can always shoot us an email at PS We Have Orders Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can leave us a review wherever you listen, we'd really appreciate it. Until next time, guys. <laughs>